It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. Hey, have you ever been afraid to try something new because of fear or apprehension about how it will turn out? You know, in following Jesus, we never have to worry about how it's going to end up because Jesus has already shown us the way ahead of time. We're in Luke chapter 9 this morning, and in verse 18, it says, It came to pass, as he was alone praying, his disciples were with him, and he asked them, saying, Whom do the people say that I am? They answered and said, John the Baptist, but some say Elijah. Others say that one of the old prophets has risen again. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? And Peter answering said, the Christ of God. And he immediately charged them and commanded them to tell no man that thing, saying, the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be slain and be raised the third day. And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Now, according to Matthew's account of this story in Matthew chapter 16, Jesus was away with his disciples in Caesarea Philippi, getting some kind of a break away time in northern Galilee from all the crowds of people. And it was in this setting that Peter made this great declaration of who Jesus is. He said, you are the Christ, you are the son of the living God. And Jesus said, it's upon that rock that statement of who he truly is that he would build his church upon. So the foundation of the church is the belief in who Jesus is. Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is the Son of God. And, you know, it's in this setting that for the very first time, Jesus tells the disciples about his crucifixion. And we see this down in verse 22. He says, the son of man uh, will suffer many things. He will be rejected by the chief priests and the elders. Um, He's going to be slain. He'll be killed. And then he'll rise again. And so it's the first time he told them about the crucifixion. Now, later on in this chapter, in verses 44 and 45, he repeats it again. But there we're told that they really didn't understand it's very interesting that, you know, Jesus would periodically remind the disciples that he was going to one day be crucified. He was going to go to the cross. And yet they really didn't completely understand what he meant by that. You see, they were so locked in in their mind that when the Messiah came, he would overthrow uh, their oppressors. He would overthrow Rome. He would establish his kingdom then. You see, the mistake of the disciples is that they were looking for Jesus's second coming at his first coming. But in his first coming, he didn't come to reign over an earthly kingdom. He came to give himself as a sacrifice for our sins. You see, Jesus had a clear mission in this life, and it was to go to the cross, and it was to die for the sins of the world. And it's really actually in this first statement of Jesus's crucifixion that we really find our greatest hope for the future as followers of Jesus Christ. You see, there's four things here that Jesus said would happen to him in verse 22. He said, the son of man would suffer many things. And we know Jesus suffered. 
you know, apart from his death, he suffered scourging, he suffered humiliation, he suffered, man, just sinful men treating him like dirt. He said he would suffer many things, and then he said he'd be rejected. And he was even rejected by his earthly brothers. Uh, John 1 says he came to his own, and his own received him not. He was rejected by the Jews. He was rejected by the world. Jesus said, I will suffer, I will be rejected, and he said, I'll be slain, I will be killed. And we know that Jesus was put to death on the cross, and we know he died for our sins. So he says, I'll, um, I'll suffer, I'll be rejected, I will be killed. But then the fourth thing is glorious. He said, and be raised again on the third day. So the fact that after all Jesus went through, that he was raised from the dead tells us as his followers that no matter what we go through, no matter what may come our way in this life, that we are assured of a victorious outcome. Hey, we may suffer. We may be rejected. Uh, we may even be killed for the sake of Christ. But you know what? Attached to that is we will be raised. And we have this promise in 2 Corinthians 4.14 and other places. And, and 2 Corinthians 4.14 says this, Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus. Many promises throughout the epistles that because Jesus uh, rose from the grave, that we can be assured that we also will rise again. You see, Jesus didn't just tell us the way. Jesus showed us the way. Jesus lived the way. And so in this first declaration of his crucifixion, we also really have the greatest hope of what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. You ever suffer in this life? Yeah, I think everyone suffers in this life. Um, you ever suffer or face some rejection by friends or family? Um, man, you ever fear telling someone about Jesus because you're afraid of rejection? Maybe you're afraid to invite someone to church, or maybe you're afraid to tell someone about what Jesus did for you. And, and I think one of the greatest fears we have in communicating the message of Jesus is that we're afraid of being rejected. Well, Jesus was rejected, so you may suffer. Maybe you will be rejected. Hey, you know what? I don't know that we're facing this right now, but other brothers and sisters in the world are. Maybe you'll be killed for the name of Jesus and following him. That all may happen to you. But you know what? It's the guaranteed connection is that we will be raised from the dead just like Jesus. So the application really this morning is this. Um, we know how the story ends. And we are assured of the outcome. Like Jesus, we may suffer, we may be rejected, we may even be killed, but like Jesus, we will be raised. And this is why we can follow Jesus so faithfully and so certainly, because no matter what comes our way, um, we know the outcome. We don't have to be shaken by life circumstances because the outcome is assured. Years ago, I read a little book, and it was about sharing your faith, and it was written by a former evangelist um, named John R. Rice. And John R. Rice in the book tells the story about how one night um, he was held up by a man with a gun. And the guy came to him with a gun and held it up to his head, um, and he threatened to kill him if he didn't give him everything that he had. And I love what John Rice said to the man. He said to the guy, he said, you can't threaten me with heaven. And he began to share with him the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
That's a man who is living in the certainty of the outcome of his life. You can't threaten me with heaven. You see, he believed because he was following the one who was risen again, that he was assured that one day he would also rise again. So the word for today is this, be bold, take risks, live fearlessly for Jesus because your outcome is assured and you don't have to worry about how the story ends. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.